The Today's Homeowner Radio Podcast is brought to you by The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome to Today's Homeowner with Danny Lipford, your partner in home improvement. Everyone has questions about their home. We've got the answers, and we have a few laughs along the way. Informative, entertaining, and sometimes off the wall. Home improvement has never been this much fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. Danny Lipford here, along with my co-host, Joe Truini. And yes, you're at the right place for the most practical, realistic, and most current home improvement information you'll find anywhere. And absolutely, we're going to have a little fun. We have fun each and every week. And during this hour of Today's Homeowner Radio, we're going to talk about a few survival tips for your home in all of this extreme heat. Just unbelievable, record-setting high temperatures. What can you do to make it to the other side? We'll give you a few tips on that exactly. Also, um, homeowner bought a house uh, about 20 years old. She looks like she has a, a crop of mold in there in her shower that's about 20 years old. We're going to give some advice in making that easy. And homeowners trying to decide on the right roof, we're going to give them a few things they need to consider. Of course, a lot of great emails that we got this week. We appreciate those. And, Joe, I know you've been working hard all week getting a simple solution ready for us. Uh, just give us a little tease what we're going to hear about here in just just a little bit. Yeah, I hardly got any sleep because all I was doing was <laughs> thinking about this simple solution. Uh, this is a, a quick and easy way to remove moldings, spe- specifically like baseboard and casings around windows and doors. Uh, how to remove them safely without causing any more damage is particularly important when you're removing moldings that are painted or caulked in place. Mm-hmm. So I've got a quick tip coming up on how you can do that very easily. Excellent, excellent. A lot, lot of information for you, but we always want to let you reach out to us with any question or comments you may have. One way, of course, is the Today's Homeowner Hotline, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Your opportunity to give us a call anytime at 800-946-4420, or you can send us an email, todayshomeowner.com slash ask. And uh, Joe, I guess the word has really gotten out about um, our wrapping things up here. Actually, we have 16 more weeks here on the right. radio show, 16 more opportunities for you to reach out to us. We really want to help you before we wrap everything up at the end of the year with the radio show. Now, this week actually is the last week, or, or in some markets last week, was the last week of the airing of the Today's Homeowner television show. Been out there for 25 years, and it might seem a bit a uh, little bittersweet. I mean, certainly we've enjoyed bringing the program to you all these years, and Chelsea has done an excellent job in stepping in, and, and we have really had a lot of fun. But you can continue watching uh, the Today's Homeowner library of shows, almost 600 of them, um, at, at uh, by, by going to todayshomeowner.com slash streaming to find all the many streaming platforms that we're currently airing on so that you don't miss any of it. Plus, you might get a kick in some of the, the older shows uh, where we looked a little different. Didn't we all look a little different, Joe, 25 <laughs> years ago? I looked different 25 minutes ago. So, yeah, 25 <laughs> years ago, we definitely looked different. Yeah, and and you, it's think, and you say, well, it might seem bittersweet. It is bittersweet. It is. What do you expect? 25 years of producing television shows, um, you know, with all the home, you think of all the homeowners you dealt with all those years and all the homes you fixed up, and it's bittersweet, and that's okay. You know, I mean, transition changes are always tough, but when you come out the other end, there's always good, right? Exactly. You're, you're retiring. How much, you know, you've been working 
all these years, Danny, you, you certainly earned your retirement. So uh, yeah, let it go and it'll live on, you know, with these streaming services. Well, that's the thing, you know, they'll they'll continue um, being able to see the shows. We'll continue getting people, more and more people. And actually our audience right now on our streaming platforms is almost as big as our broadcast um, broadcasting of the show. So the streaming platforms, as we all know, we've adapted to that very well. And uh, that'll be a great home for all of my shows. And of course, we have today's homeowner.com. We have checking in with Chelsea.com. And um, we also have all of our social media. So today's homeowner is not going anywhere. We're just changing things up just a little bit. And I appreciate uh, over this last week, uh, I was at a um, little fundraiser get together at Ronald McDonald House. Couldn't believe all the people coming up and uh, congratulating me and, you know, just saying how much they enjoyed the show over the years. Uh, Oh, we were at Home Depot doing a little bit of taping this week. And boy, oh boy, one after the other, after the other people coming up, getting pictures and and just uh, telling us about their favorite uh, today's homeowner story, that kind of thing. So it's pretty cool. We're very, very happy with it and looking forward to this next chapter. And a lot of people, you know, always ask me about, well, how did how did all of this happen? Because people, you know, everybody that's in the television business, they've kind of taken a different route to get to where they are. With me, it basically started as a marketing uh, tool for my uh, construction company, which has been in business now for 45 years. It'll continue. I'm, uh, my retirement won't affect the, my construction company at all. But, you know, it started out as that, and then I was a guest on a little local show. Then they offered me my own show, uh, which was just a little cable access show that um, – really kind of made Wayne's World look like a, um, you know, a, an Oscar-winning uh, <laughs> movie. <laughs> but at least you weren't in a basement like that. Yeah. Whew, it was pretty It was pretty rough. And I, I, I can remember. And that remember. was in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, that was in Mobile, Alabama. Right. And, yeah. you know, just a little, uh, you know, um, answering thing, you know, to where people called in with questions and we answered the question, much like we're doing now. But it just exploded. My business, it just tripled overnight. I I realized the power of television. We kept expanding. Um, Then in the way I was able to get to know my good friend Joe Truini is when I was able to put together a partnership with a company called Today's Homeowner uh, Magazine uh, that used to, was retooled. See, the original name of that was what? Mechanics Illustrated. Yeah, Mechanics Illustrated. And they wanted something a little more friendly to all that would be interested in the home. So they changed it up a bit like that. And we partnered with them and took the show national in 1998. We had, uh, we had right at a hundred markets at that point. And we been able to, of the 210 markets in the United States, we were able to get up to 208. Very, Basically unprecedented. No other home improvement show has ever gotten um, this much coverage of the United States in the syndicated TV model that we have. So we're real proud of that and and continued on and uh, um, just continued building it. And then I um, was able to get in the radio business about 14 years ago when I purchased a radio show called Homefront uh, that was uh, started um, by the late Don Zeman. And then we continued building our radio stations, and now we're the largest um, home improvement radio show in the country. So uh, it's been a great ride. We appreciate all the um, – and if you'd like to send us an email to uh, to comment on this or anything else, you can do so by using the same um, place we mentioned earlier. Today's homeowner.com slash 
ask. So, Joe, it's going to um, it's going to be pretty interesting. I've been able to, you know, start doing a few more things with the grandkids, which is right. fantastic. Yeah. And sure. And then the list on that refrigerator has gotten <laughs> so long. I'm going to have to buy one of them extra wide refrigerators to take care of my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you just take, just check them off a little at a time. Of course, what Danny's talking about on his list, it's like buy a jet ski, <laughs> go go fishing. Yeah, that's, he doesn't tell you that part of the list. Don't make well, it, so, he's you know, not digging holes in the yard all day long. Yeah, it is a little bit of a different list than I've had in the past. Yes, but uh, <laughs> but but Sharon sneaks in. My wife sneaks in and adds a few things there. Oh, of course, yeah. A little more work oriented, but uh, heck, we're putting a concrete driveway in. We have about. 75 plants being planted um, out in the yard here in in just a couple weeks. Hope it cools down a little bit because working last week um, around the house a little bit and had a lot of things to do outside. 103 degrees. That's not the heat. That's not the heat index. Heat heat index was 114. And uh, but and and it affected me because when I when I would be walking, you know, I'd have to go in a little bit, get some water and everything, and I would slip. And I'd fall right in the pool. I, I just, it was just, I, I'd fall in the pool. I go, whoa, whoa, man! I need to rest here a moment. My, I'm losing, I'm losing physical ability here. And then I, you know, fell in the pool. But I was all right there after a few minutes. Yeah, and then you fell into the beer cooler. I heard and came up with two beers. Oh, no, it's no, amazing no. how that happens. That you, you fall right into the beer cooler. Next yeah. thing I know, I got my headphones on and I'm riding a jet ski around in a circle. So, <laughs> hey, we're having a lot of fun here, and it's not going to change. We're going to have um, so much fun while we wrap up the show after 16 more shows and we're so happy that you're able to spend a little bit of time with us i know you have a busy weekend ahead of you but for you to take uh, just a little bit of time to spend with us always has been very very special here on today's homeowner radio we got a lot of things to share with you we want you to reach out to us and before the show you know ends its run at the end of this year and we want to help you with anything that you might be considering we're going to tackle a lot of subjects coming up right here on today's homeowner radio Today's Homeowner is brought to you by The Home Depot. How doers get more done. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show, nationally syndicated all over this great country, including way up in Anchorage, Alaska. We've got a lot of great listeners there in and around uh, Anchorage, Alaska on KF. QDAM 750. A special hello to all you guys. Uh, there's a lot of us down in the Southeast United States that would really love to come visit for a few weeks because <laughs> I, 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 checked the, I checked the temperature the other day because a friend of mine's flying in there in just a few days. He said uh, the high is 65. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. My, my daughter just got back from a cruise. She took a cruise from Seattle up into Alaska. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've done I've, I've, I've done that cruise and uh, you know it is fantastic. Um, yeah, and I read a lot about this because I, I was like, you know, I'm not a big cruise fan, and I told my wife, I said, you know, let's just fly in there, get a car, get a van, a, a right. RV, something, and and she says, well, you know, so I started reading some reviews and they're talking about how I mean, this is a big state. 
Yeah, you think? Yeah, it's like half the size of the U.S., isn't That's it? That's right. It's about half yeah. the, so you think about that. Point A to point B is a long way to go. Yeah. But they said in in um, going by a cruise ship, you stop at this one next day. You stop at this yep. one next day. And so, you know, to get down to Denali uh, National Park and mm-hmm. all of that, you have yeah. to get on a bus and do some things. They don't even allow private vehicles in there anymore, and that's a pretty tough ride uh, down there and back. But um, the other things you could pop in, we saw pretty much not the whole state, of course, but uh, at least three or four of the ports and then yep. the views from the the ship. Exactly. Uh, that's what you really it. get, right? Oh, that's the best part, yeah, because that's hard to, to see it from the – Water That's right. is spectacular, yeah. which you can't obviously do that if you're driving a rental car and your wife keeps yelling, turn left, turn left. <laughs> I know it. I know it. <laughs> All right. Let's get right to the today's homeowner hotline. Had a lot of activity there. Let's tackle a few of those calls right now. Hi. Um, I recently bought a new house, and there it looks like there's 20 years of mold in the corners of the shower stall. And I want to know what I could possibly use to try to get the mold off. Well, that's that certainly can be a challenge because, uh, unfortunately, a lot of times the mold will be below the surface of right. the yeah. caulk. Now, if it's surface mold, okay, well, that's that that's pretty easy. You can use a, a variety of things, um, you know, to, to, to get that off. And usually it'll come off pretty, pretty easily with an oxygen bleach, with a chlorine bleach, with... What's that thing? RMR? RMR86. Yeah, I don't know why they won't just name it something. I know. It's a, it, it's it's like an know. industrial grade mold yeah. remover, and it's yeah. amazing. It, I mean, yeah. it, it works great, but you have to, you know, be very, very careful all of the time. Make sure you've got plenty of ventilation when you're using all of that. And by the way, if you don't have an exhaust fan in that bathroom going venting straight to the outside, you need to get one as soon as possible because it's not getting that moisture, hot, wet um, moisture out of that room. That has to take place. But, but Joe, if that, if that, um, mold and mildew is coming from the, you know, coming from the backside of that, which is something that happens a lot because people will remove the caulk and then they'll turn around and replace the caulk without drying anything inside there. Now, Technically, there shouldn't be any moisture in there anyway, but it can it can find its way down in there some way. So that will be a little bit of a, a bigger project if she has to remove all of that caulk. Yeah, absolutely. Now, a couple of things we don't know. Now, she said she recently bought a new house. Now, I'm, I don't. I think she means like a newly built house, not new to her. Um, and there was already mold in there. So um, I, I think they, the you know lumber might have been wet. You know, maybe the, and we don't know if this is a tile or an acrylic tub surround shower stall. Let's assume it's tile and she has it just in the corners. It might be exactly that. Um, it may be the caulking. There is supposed to be caulking in those corners, but typically you just use grout because it's easier and the, the tile guys are spreading grout. So they just spread it into the corners, but you know, it's really supposed to be uh caulk. But in any case, yeah, she, the first thing to do is to kill it, you know, with either RMR86 or ZEP, Z-E-P, makes a mold mm-hmm. removing and spray on. Um, you can use three parts baking soda, one part water, mix a paste, smear it on there, let it sit for a while, scrub it off. That'll get rid of it. So there's, there's lots of ways to get rid of the mold. But as Danny alluded to, well, getting rid of the mold is one thing. But if you're not going to change the the environment that's creating the mold, then it's just going to return. So you have to increase the ventilation, do whatever you have to do to 
you know, make sure the vent fan's venting to the outside, that it's working properly. This is a newly built house. So, you know, she's got to figure out why there's so much moisture in that bathroom. And, it, and apparently it's just that one bathroom. She's not complaining about it elsewhere. All right. Let's go right back to the Today's Homeowner Hotline and grab another call. Hey, thank you for receiving my call. My question is, my AC unit thermostat sitting in the foyer on the wall next to the exterior door by three or four feet. It's running all the time, and the foyer, according to the thermostat on the wall, is hanging around close to 80, and I have my uh, house set for 74. Is it typical, is it wise to have a thermostat sitting that close to an exterior door? Thank you so much. Huh. Why Why would someone put the thermostat three feet from the front. You might as well just put it outside next to the doorbell. Why would you put it Four. so close to the front door? Four-letter word, man. L-A-Z-Y. Lazy. <laughs> That's Lazy. what it is. Right. It's, it was a convenient way to put it there. Um, you know, um, it's it's wrong. Um, every rule book will tell you you have to have it a certain distance away from any exterior door because the influence of that door opening and closing and just, you know, it may not be completely airtight and right. it's going yep. to influence and make that thermostat not work properly. Um, it has to be moved. Um, maybe someone to suggest put a little cover over it. Well, that's just a Band-Aid, but exactly, um, cert yeah. certainly needs to be moved to get a good sampling. And when you're talking about sampling, you got two things there. You're sampling the air um, when it goes through uh, the return air. That also needs to be more in the center of the house. And then certainly the sampling of the temperature and controlling the temperature with the thermostat, it needs to be more in the center of the house or in more of a neutral area. So hopefully the routing of that line is fairly easy. And I don't even know if there's, I don't even thought about this. Is there a remote option there are, or something yeah, like yeah. that? Uh -huh. Yeah, there are. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You can you can find a remote where you allowed to move the thermostat. Huh. Now, I don't know what they would do with the existing one. I guess they would just, you know, they would hang just a picture on it. Hang a picture. hang a picture of me and you. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah that, that, that would scare away visitors. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, and it could be a combination dartboard. You know, so dartboard <laughs> pictures of us. So, hey, we got something there. I'm, I'm yeah, going to try let's that. sell that along with all the pool noodles <laughs> we've been pushing. Yeah, they're, they're, but but you're right. I mean, you can't continue to use this because, you know, I mean, apparently he lives in a pretty warm part of the country and that AC is going to run continuously if it's showing 80 degrees in the foyer, which it's not mm -hmm. supposed to be. Mm -mm, no, not at all. And we do have some great tips on surviving uh, the extreme heat that we'll be sharing with you throughout this hour um, of today's homeowner radio. I, I, I did have an opportunity, though it was extremely hot, to get out early and play right. around play around a golf this week. Oh, and um, one of the guys that was in the foursome, you know, uh, he says, "Man, uh, I don't know what's wrong with my wife. She sure got mad at me." I said, "Why? For going off and playing golf?" He said, "No, she said something like, oh." It's too hot to work in the yard, but it's not too hot to play golf. What does she that's mean you by say, that? That's right, honey. That's exactly <laughs> what, right. What do you mean by that? I said, she means she would like some fresh flowers. So uh, <laughs> swing, <laughs> swing by the flower store and you can show her your score that you shot at golf and give her the flowers. It's, it's just been yeah, a wonderful little gathering there. You're talking about your to-do list. Was that on your to-do list too? Go golfing with my buddies? Of that? course, yeah. To check that yeah. off? Good for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I right. Mean, Good uh, for you. Organize my golf bag. 
I do that. But I'll tell you, I found when I was cleaning my golf clubs the other day, right. uh, my irons, they have this little indented area in it full of dirt daubers. That's how long it's been since I've been wow. playing. Just the whole clay yeah. dirt dauber thing there. Yeah, I yeah. cleaned it all out. On the head of the club? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Inside this little crevice. Anyway, we're yeah. we're talking golf. We talk fishing. And every now and then we talk about <laughs> home improvements. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about a unique sanding block that might be the solution to any challenges you're having with sanding on your next project. You're listening to Today's Home Auto Radio. We'll be right back. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Pavestone, creating beautiful landscapes, and by Quickrete Cement and Concrete Products. It's what America's made of. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show, where it's time for our best new product segment, brought to you by the Home Depot. How doers get more done. You know, for many jobs, the best way to get a smooth finish is by hand sanding. Unfortunately, it's rarely very comfortable, often inconsistent, and occasionally will cause you a few blisters. So one solution is Diablo's new reusable hand sanding block. It maximizes sanding performance by allowing you to sand flat and contour surfaces with one tool. The foam block is cushioned on one side for controlled contour sanding, like on crown molding, and it's a little more dense on the other side for aggressive sanding on nice flat surfaces. But both sides feature hook lock backing to allow uh, repeated attachment and removal of Diablo sand net sheets. In fact, five sheets from coarse to fine are included with the block. Plus, the sheets are easy to clean and reuse. Simply shake and vacuum or rinse them to remove any buildup. Now, for more information on this Diablo reusable and sanding block, log on to homedepot.com. If you've never used one of those sanding blocks, they're pretty darn handy. I see a lot of the oh, trim yeah, carpenters the will yeah. have them in their um, nail bags, and you know, you yeah. cut something, you're able just to grab it, just to touch it up a little bit. It's a great way to go. Hey, let's get back to the hotline right now okay. and head to California. Elizabeth's on the line. Elizabeth, welcome to the show, and tell us what's going on at your house. Well, we're we're doing what we can to improve uh, every Good every little for you. thing. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. And I I had an issue um when when I did a simple purchase. I I wanted to replace the uh, the decals, uh, bathtub mm-hmm. safety decals. And uh-huh. I realized when I purchased the mats that I wanted to use, it said to make sure that the surface is clean. And uh-huh. and so and I was attempting to see if there was a simple solution because I cannot remove the decals that are there, and I didn't want to damage the the porcelain. You talked about Elizabeth these like slip free non slip little stickers on the bottom of your tub. Correct, that's right. it. And and what's the tub made out of? Do you have any idea? Oh, I've porcelain. I think it's porcelain. Porcelain cast iron. Okay, good. A goo gone is one way to go. But I would f- try something else first. Um, you can heat white vinegar in a microwave. Danny and I often talk about the benefits of using white vinegar for almost everything because um, it's pretty non-toxic. It's cheap. It's a good first step. So you heat it in a microwave till it's hot. You don't want it boiling or anything, but hot enough. Brush it onto the decals. You can use a paintbrush or something like that. Wait a few minutes and try scraping it off with, you know, the razor blade that they put that box cutters have has a metal piece on top. You can hold on to and you can scrape it off. 
Um, you can also try, the reason I asked you what, it, what the tub's made out of, if it was acrylic, I probably wouldn't suggest using a blow dryer because you don't know, never know how hot they get. But for, for this case, you could soften it with a blow dryer, then scrape it off. And I've heard, I've never tried this, but I heard WD-40 actually dissolves stickers. Now, these are extreme stickers that you have there because they obviously have to survive people stepping on them in hot, soapy water. So I'm not mm -hmm. sure it would work, but you could also try spraying it with a little WD-40, wait a minute or two, and scrape it off. Um, I think I'd try any of those sort of homemade remedies before I go to a product like Goo Gone. You do want to be careful, but this is a pretty tough surface. I don't think you'll damage the surface. That was what I was concerned about. Don't want to leave it worse. <laughs> yeah, no. I want to improve it. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to scratch, you don't want to sand it, you don't want to scrape it too aggressively. That's why you want to soften it up first. I wouldn't try scraping it dry, you know, without doing anything else first, because you do want to soften up the adhesive. And then what happens, of course, you, Elizabeth, you may find once the decal is up, some residual adhesive has been left behind, in which case that you can clean up with, you know, WD-40 or even like nail polish remover, which is essentially acetone, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Excellent. Thank you guys so much. Okay. Thank yeah, you. let us know how that works out for you. Okay, I will. <laughs> Elizabeth, oh, you're you. awful. You're awful, Cherry, for so early in the morning. I'm. <laughs> can you call? Can you call again next week? <laughs> you're starting off my day really well. Thank oh, you guys great. very much. Well, good, and, and you the same. You're helping us uh, get through the day, and we appreciate it. And um, I'm sure that'll work out well for you there. And if you have any other challenges or things, just let us know. We're happy to help. You're it. Thank you. Hey, we know it's hot out there. Matter of fact, last week was like 103 degrees when I was trying to do some work outside, and it's just too much on you. You have to be very, very careful. But we want to share with you um, a few things on, you know, some survival tips for your home. Uh, but first, I'd like to tell you a couple myths, and these are things that you that maybe they make sense, but if they're not true. Number one is putting a cover like a an umbrella, like a patio umbrella over your outside condenser unit. I've seen a lot of things online saying, do this and it'll help keep the heat down in your home. This is not true. The scientists have come out and said, this will not help at all. Um, you know, doesn't hurt anything, but um, it's just not going to help keep it cool. It does seem logical that you would keep that outside condenser right. cooler yeah. and it would, but uh, they've proven that's not the case at all. Another one that I hear um, that people do all the time, Joe, and I'm, uh, I think all of us have done this at some What's point. That? You, you know, if you don't have an, um, you know, a programmable thermostat, you come into your house, it's um, 90 degrees in there, and you turn the thermostat down to 64 because that's going to yeah, make right. it get there quicker. Well, this, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Set it on what the temperature you want it to end up with, because if not, you might forget it and waste a lot of energy, sure. and it's not going to get any cooler by doing that. But what you can do is go around and close all of your blinds. We all like the sun. We all like to look outside. The windows really, and the blinds. Close the, windows the windows and yeah. the blinds. Yeah. Really, I mean, even blackout curtains, any way that you can keep that uh, sun from uh, building up that heat inside. I'll tell you, when you have, you know, the large picture window or you have something like that and you're able to cover it up a little bit, amazing how much that can help keep a house a little more comfortable. Absolutely. Our home faces east, so we get that really early morning sun. And even though I live in Connecticut, Danny's down in Alabama, South Alabama, so he has much more of an issue with the heat than I do. But in the middle of the summer when it gets hot, I close all the windows. And as Danny said, the blinds in the front of the house, my wife looks at me like, why are you closing windows? 
windows. It's hot. You know, it's so hot. I said, yeah, that's exactly the point. We're trying to keep that heat from coming in in the first place. And then I open up all the windows on the back of the house and the north end of the house. And then, you know, once once the sun is in the back of the house, then you can open up the front window. And ventilation is key. I have windows. I have fans blowing in and blowing out and, you know, keep there because we don't have central air because... Where I live in Connecticut, we don't need it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good idea to keep those windows closed facing the sun. Hey, we have a lot more tips coming up in just a little bit on how you can survive all of this extreme heat. Hey, coming up, we're going to be talking about metal roofs, the advantages of metal roofs, and some of the things you need to consider if you're thinking about that for your house. You're listening to today's Homeowner Radio. We'll be right back. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Wizard Screen Solutions. Find out more at wizardscreens.com. And welcome back to the show. We're going to grab a few emails right now. We'd love to get an email from you. You can send it at todayshomeowner.com slash ask. This came in from Homa, Louisiana. Chase is asking, hi, Danny. I heard you talk about the benefits of metal roof, and I'm considering one for our home, which currently has an old asphalt shingle roof. We live in southern Louisiana, where we get battered by storms almost every year. So I'm looking for something that won't get blown away or baked off the house by the sun. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of happened to his asphalt? Asphalt roof. What kind of metal roof should I consider, and how do I find a competent contractor? Thank you. Well, well, Chase, it's interesting. Now, um, I, I've been through Homa uh, before, but I'll tell you where we installed a metal roof right down the road from you in Cutoff, Louisiana. Oh, I remember and, you talking and, about that. Yeah, yeah, and Cutoff was the center of, I, I, I don't recall exactly, I don't know if it was Zeta or one of the storms a couple years ago. What a test for this metal roof. We put the roof on. Now, the roof had been damaged before, the shingle roof been damaged before by one of the storms, so we agree with you. You do get hit pretty hard down there. Um, we came in and put on a special roof. Um, it was all coordinated through our friends at the Metal Roofing Alliance that you can find out all about at metalroofing.com. You can find out the right kind of metal. You can find out all of the different varieties of metal that's out there. And they can also recommend an approved contractor to help you out there. But then another storm hit. Well, the guys went back to tape the damage of that. No damage. And everywhere around, there were all kinds of problems. So, um, Chase, if you would like for us to put you in contact with that homeowner to talk all about it and to get their reflections, we're happy to do that. Just send us an email at todayshomeowner.com slash ask. But the metal roofing we put on there was uh, uh, engineered to hold up to, I believe it was 140-mile-per-hour winds, and it it worked and worked very, very well. The homeowners were we're very happy. So just go to metalroofing.com and you can find out um, all about it. Joe, I wanted to revisit some of our our ways that people can survive. Sure. Some yep. simple ways to survive um, all of the extreme heat. And, you know, a lot of the things that you do in conjunction with trying to um, you know, save energy and survive and get your air conditioning to work through are the same things that will help you um, all year long, such as improving the insulation and improving your insulation in your attic and improving the ventilation in your attic. Um, those are things that almost, you know, 60% of homes in the United States 
stage right now do not have enough attic insulation. That's a big one. And to add the extra layer there will help you every single day of the year save money on your energy bill. But, boy, ventilation is something that's a little confusing, especially the air intake. You put more insulation in there, all of a sudden you're blocking your vents. That's something you have to be pretty careful with. Yeah, people often think about ventilation to keep their house warm, which uh-huh. is true. But more importantly, if you live in an area of the country that's hot all the time, you can keep your house cool. And we, and we often say, you know, insulate your attic. That's the best place to you get your money back. If you insulate the attic, you want like at least 16, depending no matter where you live in the country, you want at least, I think, 16 inches of insulation. But you have to be careful, as Danny mentioned, if you pack it into the eave of the house, if you have soffit vents and you pack the insulation in the attic over those eaves, course, you're going to be blocking the flow of air. And you want air flowing up into the attic and out of the attic, which is why most homes, certainly most modern homes, have soffit vents on the eaves of the house, the Mm -hmm. overhanging eaves, and then they have ridge vents at the peak of the roof. And it's just convection. There's no moving parts. The air flows in and flows out because you want to keep that hot air out, obviously, because that's going to bake your the interior house if it it builds up. If you don't have um, ridge vents, which are the best, you could get away with with gable end vents on the ends of your house, but you really, if you don't have them, you should consider getting ridge vents installed. Hey, another way you can get through this extreme heat fans, fans, and more fans. First of all, on your ceiling fans, make sure they are turning in the counterclockwise direction when you look up at them. That'll uh, provide a cooling effect over you. Also, any kind of fans that you can get that air moving, that's going to cool your skin, that's going to help you out. Also, putting a big tray of ice in front of the fan, it'll blow across the ice and has a, even more of a cooling effect. I know a lot of people um, really believe in that, and it has been proving to to cool it down. But that's more of a one-on-one kind of thing. You're not cooling a whole room by doing right. that, yeah. but more or less cool, cooling yourself. And, of course, you can do as Joe does and dress lightly. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the cute little airbrush tank top that he got yeah. in Myrtle mm-hmm. Beach, he really yeah. he, he, he looks cute in that. And then, uh, but the Red Speedo, I'm glad we don't get to see. I'm glad we don't see that very much. And, is it because uh, it's red, or because I think it's because it's a speedo, regardless of what color it's it is, a speedo. it would be yeah, objectionable. Just, yes, I'm offended by speedos when no one's standing in them. Like, <laughs> what what is that exactly? I agree. Yeah, you won't, that's not in my that's not in my clothing line right there. <laughs> really? But we just want to uh, help you out on a few of these things, and you know, some of them cost you no money at all. We'll have a few more of them before the end of the show. You're listening to today's homeowner radio. When we come back, hey, it's simple solution time. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Duck Brand Weatherization Products. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show, where it's time for Joe Truini to step up to the microphone and deliver yet another simple solution. What do you have, Joe? All right, Danny, here's a quick tip on how to remove moldings from your home. Often you want to remove them because you're fixing a wall or you're replacing the moldings or whatever. And you have to be really careful that you don't want to damage the drywall surface that it's nailed to. And this is particularly important when you're talking about painted moldings, because painted moldings, sometimes they're caulked along the top. Mm. And even if they're not, just the paint edge itself 
will act almost like an adhesive. And if you just pry this off, you're going to end up tearing the paper face on the drywall and you wind up with, with another repair you need to make. So before prying painted wood moldings off the wall, all you need to do is take a sharp utility knife and run it along the very top edge of the molding just to slice through that paint seal or the caulk seal or whatever is there. And be really careful because I've done this several times now and I have made the mistake occasionally where if it's 10 foot long I'll cut all of it and there's like one or two little places for some reason the knife didn't go through and that's all it needs you pry it off mm -hmm. and you rip the paper it's like dang it how'd I miss mm -hmm. those two spots so be really careful maybe go over it twice if you need to and by cutting that slicing through that paint seal or that caulk seal what happens is then when you pry off the molding it'll come the molding will pop right off you don't have to, any issues damaging the wall because again you don't want to create another problem. Um, you want to get that off as cleanly as possible. And I'll tell you what, if you take your time on any remodeling project where you have a little bit of deconstruction to do, you'll be amazed. You'll save so much money because you'll be able to reuse moldings. You'll be able yep. to reuse a lot of the doors that you have and different cabinetry and things like that. It really doesn't take that much longer, but definitely can save you a lot of money. And you can have some of the original molding that came out of the house instead of trying to match it with something that might not quite match. So another great simple solution there. And hey, we want to share with you a few more things here to kind of help you with some of this extreme heat around the house. You know, if you have a metal roof or you live in a uh, manufactured home that has the metal roof, a sprinkler on top of the roof has been proven to pull the temperature down a little bit. Now, you don't want to waste a lot of water, so you just want it to basically uh, have just a little water on it. That will help you considerably, even if you have a metal roof on your home. That's been proven to help a good bit there. Also, your air conditioning has got to be in good shape. If it's struggling, if it's not working properly, if the filter is dirty, you're spending a lot of money and you're also shortening the life of that air conditioning equipment. So if you haven't had it serviced in the last year, let's get that done. That's so important to keep it working like it should. Also, changing light bulbs. Yes, the incandescent bulbs that are still all over our houses. I know uh, my previous house, I had something like 57 recess lights, all, wow. of them, all of them incandescents because my previous house was built, you know, 30 years ago. Right. And yeah. I mean, it really generates a tremendous amount of heat. But yes, that heat is up high, but it will influence the temperature down below. So, um, you know, and if you don't want to change them all out, at least change all of the incandescents in your main room. And then you can save the incandescents if you want to use them later on, but they're all phasing out now. I don't even think you can buy any more. So it's a good idea to try to improve that. But just a few things here. And plus, let's just uh, uh, be patient. Um, the heat is uh, hopefully going to be out of here soon, but it has really been really hitting hard a lot of the areas of the country. Uh, it is dangerous, but we want to make sure you're comfortable in your home and try to spend as little as you can to get through all of this. Also, um, in many areas of the country, the Today's Home Honor television show has already uh, finished up its run of 25 years, but there's over almost 600 episodes available on all of our streaming platforms that you can see. And I would venture to say almost nobody has seen all of the, all of the episodes, and every one of them has information that you can use around your house. So to find out where you can see it right now, you can go to todayshomeowner.com slash stream to find out where you can see the television show in your area. Well, that's going to wrap up the first hour of today's homeowner radio show. I'm Danny Lifford, along with my buddy Joe Truini. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here on today's homeowner radio. 